Right, Katie, so we're talking about mental health and kind of hairdressing. We met a couple of months ago and we were talking about your thoughts really about how hairdressers and, and salons are a place where people often come and talk about feelings. But also I was talking about the fact that some people perhaps don't access hairdressers because they feel perhaps intimidated about the idea of going into them. So we kind of came up with some ideas to kind of combine those two issues. But where was your kind of interest in mental health? Where did you think about this before we first got sort of in contact? You sort of contacted me and talked about mental health. What was your interest in, in mental health? I think mental health affects everybody. And when you work in a hairdresser's, you hear about people's mental health all the time. I think personally in my experience, when I've met friends growing up, I've dealt with mental health issues in the past. And I've really struggled with it. And I've learned to overcome it. And as I've grown up in the hairdressing industry, all the girls that you work with, you find very similar. Mm -hmm. You're very open, you really talk about things. It's about, it's about defeating that and about helping others defeat that. And I felt that I'm in a very powerful position to help our clients and to help each other. And just by what, by kind of encouraging people to feel like they can talk and, yeah. and offering them a bit of, I suppose, a listening ear, is that the idea? Exactly that. And I've taught the girls advanced listening training, um, generally just pausing, taking a breath and thinking and being aware that everyone's human and everyone has different thoughts Yeah. and everyone deals with them differently and it's how you react is the outcome. Absolutely, so giving people that space to think and not be too afraid to let someone open up a little bit, you know, within reason, we've all got things that we can, we can deal with and skills that we can use, but giving people that bit of space and that bit of opportunity and feeling safe to do that. Exactly that. And it's not even that they have to come in and they have to talk to us. They don't have to. They can come in and sit and we've got um, something called our code wellbeing box. And that's got Sudoku, it's got word searches, it's got colouring, um, Play-Doh actually, yeah. fidget spinners. It's just stuff to distract your brain. That actually when you come in, you get your piece, you get your 10 minutes mm. that sometimes you don't allow yourself to. Yeah. And I think especially if it's someone who's kind of got some, you know, anxiety, they're coming in, they're feeling anxious, then we know it's going to take a little bit of time for that to kind of dampen down. And yeah, if you've got something to distract you, something to kind of just burn off a little bit of that anxiety and a little bit of that sort of cortisone adrenaline that runs around, I think that's a brilliant idea. So how long have you been kind of involved in, in hairdressing and interested in this? And what's your background? So I've been at Kotai Consultants and Autumn Board for five and a half years and I love it. I think we are like a little family. Right. We treat each other with the utmost respect and we have a laugh. I always think they're my sisters. Um, oh, actually, one time I did actually see one of them with a really nice lipstick on. I was like, oh, I love that. Where'd you get that? And she grinned at me and she was like, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so mental health-wise, I've always been really intrigued by psychology. I grew up not really understanding my own brain or understanding where my thoughts come from and why I was so obsessive. And I always thought of it in a really negative way. Mm -hmm. Like growing up, and the more you learn and the more you read, the more you understand your own brain, mm -hmm. which then in turn helps you understand someone else's brain. Yeah. And um, it's, it's really just self-help by book. Yeah, I think it's really powerful as well to hear other people's stories. So to hear from someone like yourself share that you know life can be difficult, you know, you can struggle with different things. Because when people hear that, then they feel less alone. They feel more able to deal with it themselves. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think the other thing we were talking about was I think on the surface, I think people might assume 
you know, if you're kind of dealing with some mental health issues, particularly if you're kind of perhaps been a bit isolated, a bit lonely, you've not left the house for a while, or when you have left the house, you've kind of just kept yourself to yourself. I think from the outside looking in, I think hairdressers have got it all together, haven't they? You know, generally, you know, think of a salon as a man, particularly it's very intimidating. Think of a salon, you think sort of glamorous young women working in a salon together, all their hair cuts, everyone knows what to do, and they all know what to ask, and there's music, and you know, it just feels like a place where these people must have it together. They can't have problems here, you know. And so I think to hear that, that actually behind that is human beings with, with the same issues as everybody else, I think is really helpful. And that is exactly it. When you go out on a salon floor, like your state, mm. You you are the one that looks after the person in front of you, and your problems are in at the back, bring the staff room. Mm. You don't deal with them on the staff floor. <clears throat> I think when you're at work, you do have to play a part. And if you didn't, I honestly think that would take a toll on you because you mm. are listening to other people's problems, and you have to have that front mm. that is strong enough to take it. Yeah. I think sometimes when you, I mean, I've gone home from work and I've listened to people all day and I've gone home from work and I've cried. Yeah. Because the people that I cut their hair, I care about them. I, I love them yeah. dearly. People I've been doing for like five years and I've seen them every four weeks to six weeks. Yeah. I care about them. And I think sometimes when you do let your guard down a little bit, you can take it on board. Yeah. And it's, it's being strong enough to then let it go, start a new day, get on the sound floor and you're the hairdresser. Yeah. That's the role you need to take on. And there's not a lot, I mean to be fair, there's not a lot of places where people sit down for hours with <laughs> one other person. I mean it's actually quite unique, isn't it really? Well I wouldn't say that I sit down with any member of my family <laughs> for a whole hour <laughs> every four to six weeks yeah. to just, and no distractions. Yeah. Just it, an hour, just you and them. Yeah. You think you get to know someone quite well. No, no, it's, it's really it's interesting. I think it's really interesting. It's very, we can be very, you know, blasé about some job roles, but I think like a hairdresser, I think just particularly, you know, I think in, in the sort of a salon environment where you're going for colours and cuts and things like that, it's obviously longer. You know, I, I tend to try and be in and out in like, you know, as you can tell from my haircut, I try and be in and out for about 15 minutes. But, um, but even that, you know, even that sort of half an hour that perhaps, you know, people like myself have is, again, you sat down and you've generally not got your phone you're not looking at your phone, you're speaking to someone who's interested in you, because I think, you know, generally hairdressers get quite skilled at sort of asking general questions and getting at least to know someone a little bit. Definitely. Someone taking an interest in you is actually quite powerful. Definitely. I think taking that time out to get to know someone, and it's quite easy in the hairdressing industry to get them in, get them out, mm. um, but getting to know someone and influencing them yeah. is really powerful when it comes to mental health. Because if someone came in and I know my client's behaviour very well, I know their body language. If someone comes in that I've been doing for years and they're closed off and shut down, you know something's wrong. Mm. Whereas someone in the street or someone you know just by casually meeting, they probably wouldn't know. Yeah. Whereas if we have the resources to send them in the right direction, or even just to let them vent, sometimes even yeah. that can help. So we got talking and we came up with sort of two sides to it. One, the things that we wanted to do. We really wanted to think about supporting salons that are already dealing with potentially difficult people and difficult issues to have a bit of support around, like you said, the listening skills and the general awareness of mental health. And we want to run a session for people about that. We then started thinking about the flip side of things, which is people who perhaps don't leave the house that much or feel you know, intimidated by going to a hairdresser's, who we might, again, think about those people and how we can make it more welcoming. 
And we kind of thought about the idea that they have in, in a lot of theatres, which is what they call a relaxed performance, where they would have the house lights up, they would have um, people could come and go throughout the performance and that kind of thing. And we thought a little bit about the idea of a relaxed environment for a hair, haircut where perhaps people might have a chance to phone up in advance, have a bit of a consultation on the phone, come in when the salon was shut and look around. And then perhaps once or twice a month, there'd be an evening when the salon might have the music down and only one or two chairs open and those people could come back, come in knowing what the environment was going to feel like, uh, know who they were going to meet, not have to think on the spot about what haircut they're asking for and all that stuff that, you know, I think sends people's anxieties up. Um, I think we felt like that would be something that would do two things. One, it would get people into salons and get people perhaps out who, who were perhaps feeling that they couldn't do. But also from a practical point of view, it opens up salons to a cohort of people who, who can use their services. Definitely. That is something that we offer anyway. Um, we have got a separate room upstairs mm. where people can ring me and say, if I'm really struggling, um, I don't want to walk into the salon full of people. And there is a time that I can give them. It's not something that for hairdressers, like you have to close down the whole salon yeah. and open up a window. This is like a Monday morning when you're in on your own. Yeah, so there's different ways to do it. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's finding your window within... Your salon, it's not it's not something extra you have to do, it's just mm. looking at your diary already yeah. to see how many other stylists are in and creating a safe space. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so there's different ways of doing it. I mean, we're not too hung up on how people choose to do it, but what we're going to do is 12th of August, a Sunday here at Sam's Cafe in the Enterprise Lounge, we're going to do a, a sort of couple of hour session. We're going to try and get in touch over the next few weeks with different salons, invite them to send staff along, find out more about this sign up to it, get the training, get the experience, and then we'll run regular sort of sessions where people can access this training. But we want to get everyone signed up eventually. Every, every salon is the idea. Every single salon. Every That'd be cool. One. Um, so really, I suppose from here, we want people who, part of the hairdressers, you know, we've got a Facebook group, sign up to it, sign up to come to the event, talk to one of us, you know, email or Facebook or whatever about more information. And if you obviously know of a salon and you want them to, to sign up to this and get involved in this, let them know about it, show them the Facebook page, show them our page and, and get them signed up. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't I wouldn't even, I mean, I'd love to see juniors there. I'd love to see salon yeah. managers, stylists, everyone, bring everyone. Because yeah. I think this information is needs to be passed on to the next generation of these 15-year-old girls that come in. Mm. And they think they're just going to be cutting hair. <laughs> yeah. And there's so much more to it. And yeah. I think if we if we get our juniors ready by bracing them with this knowledge and this understanding, we're not only protecting their mental health, we're protecting the rest of their career. Yeah. Um, it's something I really feel really strongly about is the younger generation, mm -hmm. because anxiety and depression in the younger generation frightens me. Yeah, and I think and it fits perfectly with what we're trying to do across lower stuff, which is just reduce stigma, make people more able to support each other with low-level mental health stuff. Because I think the important thing to say is we're not looking to create crisis teams, you know, we're not, we're not looking to create a group of people unpaid who can deal with someone in a crisis situation, you know. That's not this, it's about that low-level, having conversations, yeah. supporting people to feel more comfortable, which is not just good for each other, it's done to help yourself, but it's, it's good for the town, it's good for business, you know, yeah. as well. They're supporting stylists, supporting stylists, that's what it is. Yeah. Because hairdressers have a reputation um, for not doing so. And I mean, in a salon environment, it's about every stylist in there supporting each other to build them up. Yeah. Because 
when you're going in and you're doing someone's hair, it's not it's got nothing to do with a tint or a comb. It's it's you as a person. Yeah. And it's not a competition. Because if someone wants to go elsewhere, they can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've got any choice. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Okay, brilliant. So 12th of um, August, 11 o'clock, we're going to do the event. Between now and then, we'll be letting lots of people know about it and you're going to be getting in touch with people. Yeah. And then we'll hopefully have a group of hairdressers and salons and juniors and managers come along and sign up to this idea and start offering more support to people. Yep, yeah. cool. that's what we're looking to do.